What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Chat with Langston podcast. And in today's episode, I actually have one of my closest friends from RIT, uh, whose name is Shreya Patel. Yay! All right, so this is actually not the first time we have been doing a podcast together. We also have another podcast where we actually talk about her life in the USA, what was it like to come over here? So you can definitely listen to that podcast whenever you want. I can post the link right below uh, if that helps you. Um, regardless, uh, in today's episode, we're just going to be talking about... So Shreya recently graduated. So Shreya, congratulations. And she actually just got a job in California. She's just started like, I think, a little month, little over a month ago, I guess, or a month ago. And, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about is her experience in college. We'll go briefly over it. And what was engineering really like? Uh, that's essentially what this, the sense of this podcast is going to be about. Uh, but before we get into that, Shreya, uh, I would like you to introduce yourself, you know, just tell the audience about yourself. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Shreya Patel. And like Langston mentioned, uh, one of his, I guess, closest friends from RIT. And uh, I recently did graduate. Um, I graduated with a dual degree in electrical engineering, uh, dual degree meaning bachelor's and master's. And uh, I actually started my full time a little less than a month ago. It's still <laughs> yet to be a month. Nice so very that. recent. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, that's me. And I think that's it. Okay. For now. So you said dual degree. Uh, did you actually know that you're going to be doing a dual degree in the beginning itself? I'm just kind of curious to know, like, uh, what was that like? Did you like change in between? Or was that something that you, how did that work? So uh, actually, like, I kind of was in interested in doing a dual degree ever since I was in high school because I found out about that uh, from like one of my high school teachers and when looking for a college and applying to them, that was one of the things I did look for. Okay. And at RIT, I found out that that is something that you do second year of college. So mm -hmm. I had about a year to decide, but I kind of spent a year to decide my major itself. So I think uh, going into it, that was something I did want to do because I didn't really have any like special interests that at the time to go for a master's with. So I was like, whatever engineering I do decide, I wanted to do both. So I just reached out um, and kind of got into it. And that took you about five years. It's the same time frame, I guess, right? Five years. Yeah, at, at RIT, uh, like almost all the engineering ones, I, would, I don't want to say all of them, but nearly all of them uh, is the same time as the bachelors. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So it's like shooting two birds. Yeah. 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 Sort of. Yeah. And I think like in that, I might want to say a little good things about RIT for sure is that they do a great job of like helping you out with that. And yeah. also like in terms of tuition, they were like, yeah, don't worry about it kind of a thing. So I was like, well, that's good for me because you know that is pretty awesome because actually there's a very similar program for even for like CSOC I mean CSEC where there's like if you take like a certain amount of courses or like higher advanced courses 
that would let let you like graduate with a BS MS degree. And the thing is that I was very when I when I got to know about this, it was too late, and I was like, okay, whatever. But it's a good thing that they offer. So yeah. Um, so all right, if you want to sponsor this podcast, just know that we're saying good things about you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be dope though if they do sponsor this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's awesome that RIT offers that. I'm not so sure, but generally speaking, I don't know that any other university actually gives you that option. I'm pretty sure there are some campuses, but it's not that I've heard of, um, at least uh, in my time over here. So it's great that you actually got to do that. Um, so moving into engineering, so tell us, like, I would say. Let's start. Like, what were the first first two years of engineering like? The experience. Like, did you even like? I know that in the first year, I actually met you in your freshman year. So, like, I know that you did not really know that this is even what you wanted to do and stuff. So, like, I just want to know, like, what was the first two years like? The journey, the journey, and you don't have to like go deeply into it. Just like briefly, high level kind of thing. Um. So. I guess personally for me, uh, engineering wasn't something that I wanted to do as a child. I actually was planning to go into being a doctor. I don't know where that went, but yeah, throughout my life, I think something happened and I'm like, yeah, I actually don't want to be a doctor. And I think that changed sort of started to happen around middle school. So in middle school, I did some clubs um, which were regarding engineering and I uh, enjoyed science and math. So that was my, like, I guess, attraction towards engineering because that's how um, many clubs back then at least um, like advertised uh, many engineering clubs because until you kind of like pick something that you like, it's usually a mix of science and math, like whichever area you go to. And later on that got translated into high school as well. And my father actually has done electrical engineering from India. So I was kind of aware of that. And a lot of my cousins are doing it too. So I had a lot of like knowledge about it. And after like being part of clubs, especially I saw that I liked it, which is why I guess engineering as a whole I knew I wanted to do. Um, So that kind of helped me going into RIT. And uh, I just didn't want to know, I just didn't know which kind because I like the practical aspect of things as well. So I wanted something more hands-on. And at the same time, I grew to like chemistry in high school. So that very little bit of electrical that had chemistry is what kind of got stuck me, like what kind of got me stuck with electrical instead of like any other time. So yeah, that's pretty yeah. awesome though. Like uh, I like I like the fact that you said that there are so many cues that was in high school. I mean, prior prior to high school and then in high school and then you know your dad being an engineer too. I guess like all that helped you connect the dots. So when you look back, yeah. you sort of connected everything. I'm like, okay, this is what interests you and you want to give this a shot yeah it's pretty awesome because like like that's definitely not how i did it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in that case i feel like uh, but um, it was 
it was sort of linear but at the same time i think like uh, other things in my life i just try to make things more complicated so yeah. that's how my life worked out but I, I know about that we should that's that's a different podcast entirely <laughs> <laughs> that's really let's not go there so like uh, yeah so yeah for so you you came to harati and i guess that's what you enrolled with and then um did you know that you're going to be sticking with in electrical engineering after your first year or during your first year it was actually after my first year so um, rit had engineering exploration which is what i kind of enrolled myself in because i was certain about the engineering part of things gotcha. so i took like half a year to kind of go through different kinds which was mainly um like a seminar based classes and then the other ones were sort of like general education ones so um nothing really like technical there and then second half of my first year i took introductory classes in both electrical and uh, computer engineering and i uh, liked electrical better Uh, and mainly the digital systems aspect which is what i did my focus on right now mm-hmm. and then my second year of coursework was uh getting a little bit more involved um with electrical engineering but it was also mainly to get the basic basic mm-hmm. um knowledge for science and math courses so i was taking a lot of like like physics and stats and linear algebra and all the fancy yeah. fancy math courses that you take in college yeah. so i think it's for engineers it's very important to get that um base level knowledge before you can actually go ahead and apply it so that's how the curriculum was laid out and so my first two years my first year focused on doing general education courses and my second year was like science and math courses and then later on is where i got into like the core electrical okay. courses all right awesome so i guess your first year was pretty well wrapped up in that case like i i guess it, the first year did help you get into or make it, it helped to get to the decision again a good thing that rit offers <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, that's why I think people say RIT is a good school. I think like anyone whom I tell that I went to RIT, I think it's because of the way they design the curriculum is why they are known and like why they're really popular. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I agree with that. Yeah, it's very flexible, very easy for you to make it. It's not easy, but at least it just helps you. Um, so I don't want to get into like completely deep into your core courses and stuff. I want to know like so let's talk let let's divide it into like two things, right? Like talk about like I guess your exciting projects like or maybe one exciting project or what does it look like in a high level? And I guess talk about the things that um someone would not know like what what to expect in an electrical engineering thing, I guess. Or oh, that might be the wrong question, but let's talk about one of your projects what does it look like in electrical engineering like because in mechanical i know that it's something to do with you know building up like a lot of people build cars and stuff like that this fancy projects i kind of want to know what is it like in the electrical department or something that you've worked on if you want to share that as well so i think a lot of like when if you don't know a lot about um 
electrical engineering or haven't heard much, many people think of uh, electrical engineering as this, like waves. Um, and if you know a little bit more, then you know wires. that there are two different, yeah, wires. And then there are like are different types of electrical. So there's a, there are two major fields, it's analog and digital. So mm -hmm. I think analog is very commonly known amongst people because that's where all the fancy stuff happens. Waves, wires, circuits, math, and all that shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but what I found interesting was that I didn't know personally much about digital. And uh, it turns out that digital was actually the area that I was exposed to first mm -hmm. in terms of electrical. So that was something new for me. And I like computers. Uh, so a lot of my focus has been working with like electrical aspects of like computer systems and things like that. So at RIT, um, one of the things like, at least from my experience and what I've heard is that people usually think our lab work is like doing a bunch of calculations mm -hmm. and you do that, you apply it, you build a circuit and just hope and pray to God that it works. Mm -hmm. um, but I was actually surprised when I was like going through like actual programming languages such as like C programming, assembly and things and I was actually handed like a processor okay. and uh, told to like program it. And I'm like, wait, I thought that's what like, you know, programmers did. Who yeah. as an electrical will be doing that? Yeah. Um, so I think, um, a lot of practical lab work is also present, which uh, don't get me wrong, you still do a lot of calculations because you need to have like a predicted and an actual value. Yeah. But uh, apart from that, also there is a lot of like hardware and actual hands-on stuff that is like um, involved in it, which uh, is what I liked. And also something I feel like not a lot of people know because me personally didn't know much about it like going in. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of addresses both of that. And uh, I think I mentioned the processor project. So if you were to ask me what was my favorite project, that was probably my favorite project because uh, since I love uh, computers or at least have like an interest in it, uh, being able to kind of get that knowledge and be able to build like a processor from scratch. It was almost like the year, one year to two year long project. If I combined like wow. both of my courses, wow. uh, but I was able to do it from scratch and like actually seeing that work and being able to understand exactly how it works. You realize computers are not just magic. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. That must've been an interesting so, project. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like exactly like how the bits and pieces move from like when you start it to like how you see it and yeah. the, almost like sort of like the actual hardware putting, yeah. like being at work is kind of interesting to me at least. So that's what I enjoyed the most. And yeah, uh, it's a pain, obviously, like yeah. any other Lab work, that's, what, that's what mattered right like you you like the project I mean you know so that's why you could actually go through it I guess 
because that's not an it's easy. exciting to make it work yeah, yeah. exciting is good you you talked a lot about something to do with like software and you know, coding and i i personally know that you also took an intern you had some internships where it was mostly software related so i guess do you want to talk about a little bit about like how was uh your coding journey somehow brought into your curriculum because i think that was something that you did not see coming and i personally would never think that electrical engineers even code but somehow i saw that in your journey and i want to know like where did it exactly start and was it in college was it an internship that actually brought that or was it the best of both so my first programming language was in college um i actually started learning c and python together um and python if i'm not wrong is supposed to be like very simple to learn and stuff but uh -huh. i have no idea about how even python like that's what i was told from my teacher so i'm just going to go with that but see on the other too. side <laughs> <laughs> well we'll just go with that for yeah. now i guess Mm -hmm. And then see on the other hand, um, I was told that required a lot of like attention uh, to details and it was a little more complicated because it had its, um, it had another part called C++, which had this whole concept of like oops involved and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So me being very new to programming had no idea about what any of the people around me were talking about, clearly. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, I was like, okay, great. Let's let let's let's learn this because I feel like I have to. Uh, so when I was learning it, I didn't really see much application uh, in my field for it. Uh, but it was part of like the curriculum that was involved. But however, later on, it started becoming a part of it because then I found out that there are actual things called hardware description languages which follow programming concepts and they're not as um, simple or basic as like any programmer would know them, but it's technically programming your hardware. So those are like uh, languages that were, um, I guess, built on the basis of like basic programming concepts to program your like hardware and you can have like custom hardware and here i'm talking about like having a piece of board and circuitry and you actually write code to like translate it for that board to work mm -hmm. um so that's like a sub part of um sorry i don't want to mess things up i don't think it's a sub part but it is like programming but they fall under the category of HDLs as they refer to hardware description languages. Now, this is something I learned throughout my journey. And I, re I realized that, oh, well, this could be a perfect place for me to combine what I started off with, which is what I was debating between electrical and computer. So I can actually apply all of the electrical knowledge I have and still go about programming. And that will be like a great fusion for me. So that got translated with, into my internships because the first internship I found, I was working with a professor for his research. And it turned out that I could actually go ahead and explore this HDL stuff and like work with the hardware stuff and see if I like it. So I was working with C over there. 
uh, but working on um, the hardware part of stuff. And I enjoyed that. And then later on, uh, my second one was mainly in a soft, like it was mainly software because it was on a software team. However, the circuitry the one and- The second one was yeah. the one uh, that was down the road, I guess, right? Yes, at MKS. MKS, yes, MKS. Yeah. Okay. So that was more of like product development too. So over there, I was on a software team, but with the knowledge that I had about electrical, it kind of made it a bit easier for me to implement that. And I realized that I actually enjoy this. So that's where everything like came together. Uh, so I think like I found out about something I didn't know in classes and then internship is what kind of put the dots together for me and being like, okay, so this is what you like and this is what you don't like. That's pretty awesome. Uh, just before we get into it, if you, are, if you guys are listening to this podcast, when, when we're talking about internships over here, we are talking about the co-op program that actually RIT offers. It is actually built into uh, the program that you're doing. So in, in her case, it's electrical engineering. So she had to do like, one year of co-op or slash internship to basically be able to even graduate because this is essentially i guess this counts as credits towards your program right it's credits yeah. right yeah so your internship is your credit and the reason they do this is because they want the candidate to actually have work experience before they graduate so basically by the time they graduate they essentially have one year of actual work experience which is great in my opinion and the way I see it in your case is that this and this all these internships or these two internships actually helped you kind of figure out what you liked, right? It could help you understand that you like software a little bit more. And I think from a lot of lot of our conversations, that's kind of what I got from you as well. It's like you like that part yeah. a little bit more um, than I guess some of the other aspects. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so you did one with a professor and the second one was at MKS. Did you do your third one? Did you have a third internship as well? Or yeah. Okay. Was I that... had so a third one was more of like a testing based position. Oh for me. I know the third one. That was over yes. here in Rome. Okay. Yeah, it was in Rome with a government contractor. Okay. So that uh, whole internship was a full package experience for me but nevertheless uh overall I feel like a lot of my experience there was like testing different different sorts of like designs uh which I found pretty useful because it kind of like um enabled me or required me to kind of go about thinking as to how these designs come to be because you can't just like make it and like pass it on. So I was kind of, um, I, I would like to say I didn't enjoy it much enough to go ahead with that and like as a career, but I think like the experience was needed because it was different and uh, I got to learn a lot of people. So. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like that was something I think you were initially excited about, but then once you got into that, you were like completely out. Yeah. Of it. Not something that yeah. you wanted to do. And I'm so glad that ended as soon as I had to. So, yeah. <laughs> but at least you knew. At least you, you were like, oh, okay, that's the, I'm never going to do this in my life. So it's good. 
altogether and uh, being with like a company that have like never interned at actually and uh, it's it it's feels different but at the same time it's like okay i've gone through this experience before so it's kind of nice to just like be able to talk to your team and still like on board uh, easily because this is not the first time it's happening and i feel like it's different when you think about it as a full time versus like a three month internship because with a three month internship at least you are like okay like you know i'm getting this experience i will be here for three months and then i can decide later if i want to come back or not so i'm kind of glad that my full time wasn't my first time experiencing everything no <laughs> because no, at that time it's like i'm going to be here for a while <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's that's a very important point you touched on man because i think a lot of people they want to just like i mean if you get an internship and if you're too comfortable with it you might end, you might end up being there but but you had like three internships so you had like three different kind of experiences which kind of helped you navigate to where you are right now so yeah i think that's important i think that's important for i think not just an engineering like you said everything Everyone. whether it's technical not technical whatever that's awesome so i guess we pretty much covered a lot of the stuff that you went over in your five years um i think also if anyone's listening to this this is like a good high level view of what it looks like actually we went a little bit maybe more deeper into the high level stuff um so i want to like know um what let's just talk about like what advice would you give to anyone who is thinking about getting into engineering in general but i would say more specifically electrical actually let's take this two separate parts of the question so i guess engineering and then second electrical um so being from india i guess uh, and also around quite a few indians what i hear is that in india engineering is like that's it like there is no social life once you get into engineering at all mm-hmm. um one thing i found out is that is to an extent correct but i don't completely agree with it so a lot of people like a lot of times what happens because i am one of them is that i went into it thinking that yeah like you know i need to like figure out what i'm doing and then kind of just forget that like there is any life outside of classes um but i would really uh advise that if if like any advice i give you that would be like one of the biggest ones is try to have a life outside of classes it really helps in you in classes as well uh because a lot of the times if you already have your mindset that this is what you need to do that's amazing but don't push it to an extent where you kind of lose the meaning of like the whole college life uh because if that wasn't the case i actually wouldn't have met langston so you know i'm kind of glad that i was <laughs> i'm glad that i was like actually 
um, pushing myself to go out and also all of these uh, great friends that I have made over there for me to like, you know, pushing me and just dragging me outside of like my work and like school work. Um, so that I feel like is correct about, uh, sorry, that I feel like would be my advice for engineering in general. Okay. Um, so yeah, like have a life outside of classes. Yeah. Try to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know how she said that, like because of that, she met me and stuff. Yeah, later on, as we get to know each other, she was uh, pulling me out of, she was trying to make me more social. And I, like, I was always the one who was saying, oh, no, 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 for like outings and stuff. I was giving some lame excuse. And she would be like, oh, no, you have to come here. And she would like make me hang out and everything. So, yeah. And look, she still survived. <laughs> hey, aren't you glad you came out for outings? I am, I am, man. Honestly, I am. I had like, I remember doing these projects with like caution in the lab and stuff. And honestly, now that I think about it, like it was not even worth stressing that much about it. It was just like not worth it. Like you somehow get yeah. it, you know, somehow everything gets done. You just got to like... take a step back and enjoy those five years you have. <laughs> Yeah, so you just like, you know, you just have to breathe a little and try to balance out your life. Yeah. So you're doing what you want to do in life. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad like you, like you shared your whole journey now. Like, and yeah, I guess having a life is important. And that yeah. also goes for having a life. Once you guys start work, guys, please have a life plan also. Yeah, what? even if you're an introvert, sorry. Yeah. But like, even if you're an introvert, trust me, I am not an extrovert at all, um, but it's nice to have a group of uh, friends or just like, you know, just like getting a break from schoolwork is. Yeah. Hey, shout, out, shout out to all our friends. Kaushal, Nikhil, yeah. <laughs> who else? Shit, I'm forgetting someone. Uh, Onkar, Prachi. Prachi. Who else? Man, I'm, I, I know I'm forgetting. I just mean blanking out right now. There's more, I guess. Uh, there are a lot more from Dubai, yeah, too, no? Tushar, Tushar. Sharon. Sharon, yeah. Safan, yeah. Roshni. Uh, Roshni. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a but lot more. People who actually, we hung out, like, yeah. and, uh, yeah. forgot about it and stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that all that happened. Um, so now, like, you're working and everything you move to california what's california like everyone's talking about like you know like is is it is it what people say it is like you know so hyped up like oh california is always bomb and whatever i've never been there so just like you want to talk, tell our audience what it's like living in california for a month which might not be enough but you know i'd like to opinion on it so moving from the east coast i still miss the east coast mm -hmm. i am not like shedding on california so please don't get me wrong but like i just feel like i spent a lot of my time and my like i've grew up on the east coast almost uh i can say so i still miss it because i feel like a month is still too short yeah um but i still like it i still like california i am uh starting to kind of get ways of West Coast and how things work because like a lot of the stuff that is uh, pretty normal back home 
is kind of very weird or new on this coast. So I'm still trying to like learn the life around um, and hitting upon the weather. Yes, I think in general, it is uh, a bit on the hotter side of things. But another thing I've realized is that it really, really depends on where the heck you are in California, because mm -hmm. the place I'm in is uh, South Bay. So South Bay is sort of, it's, it's hot. It gets to a point where it's like 100 degrees over 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times I find South Bay sort of like chill where it's like room temperature or like in the 80s or like, you know, high 80s, very, very doable. And it's nice and breezy as well too, which is the kind of weather I like because I don't want too hot or too cold. So yeah. I can still walk out in my hoodie, which is like, okay, that's perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, but if you were to like, for example, go to like SF, which is hardly like 50 minutes away from my place, it's very like rainy and colder from here and it's just like oh we are in the same area so like how does that work mm -hmm. so I really feel like um whereas on the east coast I feel like it's more of like bigger regions where like big areas of like land would have like similar type of weather but over here I feel like it really just depends on which corner of like the mountain you are at because I was visiting a friend um, an hour and a half away from here and it's over 100. I am in my shorts and I'm still sweating mm -hmm. and I don't want to get out of my, like, I don't want to get out of her house at all. And I'm just like, it's not even that far away though. Yeah. So in terms of weather, I really feel like it depends on which area you are at and like if you're around like water or mountains over here. Mm -hmm. So, nice. yeah, nice. sorry for a detailed answer, but oh, no, no, detailed I answer, found that very but, surprising. No, no, it's nice. I learned something from that because even when I asked you, you now gave me that detailed answer. I guess in the, <laughs> in the podcast, it's like you have to bring it to the podcast to get, get that detailed answer. But it's it's good for anyone to know if you guys ever plan to, you know, move to California eventually. I guess it's just nice to know someone's perspective. And uh, I think, you know, maybe later on we might do a podcast on comparing life in the East Coast versus the West Coast. I think more after you live there for maybe six months or a year or something. So that's like a future thing. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, but anyways, thank you so much, Shreya, for uh, coming on today. I think we're over a little 30 minutes now, but you know, I think you gave a good uh, overview and again, a high level of what engineering is like. And I think hopefully this should be valuable to any, all our listeners, especially people, the younger people who are thinking about electrical engineering, pursuing it as a career you know just having your ex listening to your experience i think does matter because it it would really it, it would at least give them like some guidelines as, a, as to to know what they're getting into uh, and i'm sure maybe other universities might have it different but we are talking from a rit perspective every every school is different every school has different projects but the basics are always the same so thank you again and uh I hope all of you enjoyed this podcast and we'll catch you again on the next one. Peace out, guys.